जय शिवदेव एवरीवन गुड मॉर्निंग एंड वेलकम टू द वीकली संडे वर्कशॉप ऑर्गेनाइज्ड बाय नॉर्थ अमेरिका इंस्टीट्यूट ऑफ लिंगम योगा माय नेम इज सुधांशु एंड आई विल बी द होस्ट फॉर टुडे एज यू नो फ्रॉम पास्ट फ्यू वीक्स वी स्टार्टेड सत्संग लेसन्स इन the previous weeks first we discussed that uh, how to continue in regular meditation what are the prerequisites of that further in previous session we discussed that how food and sleep can help you to be regular in meditation a person who is following the spiritual path what kind of food he should follow how much sleep he should take all those things we discussed in the previous session in the same series in today's session we will discuss the next topic of controlling the mind lesson on the same series there is the next topic and that is enriching attributes of dharma throughout the day so that will help us to know the daily routine of a bhangam yogi we will discuss what are the attributes of dharma which a bhangam yogi should follow and we will learn more related to that topic how we can strengthen ourselves on those 10 dharmas and how it will help you to be vihangam yogi but first as usual we will start the session by inviting lord sadgurudev with the humble prayer the swagat gaan by this prayer we help we welcome his holiness guiders in understanding today's topic i will request master adars to start the session with swagat gaan over to you adars thank you uncle swagat gaan aaj swagatamitya guru var संत शुभागम आइए अध्यात्म विद्या ज्योति सोमरसाइए दोष दूर गुण दूर करके Shana 
your mind stays at peace. Even it's mentioned that if you follow those ten qualities of dharma, then only you qualifies to call yourself as human. So let's start the the today's discussion, and I would like to invite Vijay Kumarji, who joined the session from Addison, New Jersey, and. I would start the session with the very first question, and I will request him to take this question and uh, answer this to all of us for all of our betterment. And the question is, what are those ten qualities of dharma that are so important that if we follow them, then only we are we can call us as a human. and if you don't follow them then you are not human your life is not as a human so what are the those 10 qualities of dharma which actually makes us a human over to you vijay kumar ji jai sadgurudev sabhi ko jai sadgurudev to everybody this is vijay joining from edison new jersey सद गुरु पंकज चरण रज वंदाओ परम पुनीत जाही कृपा भव दुख मिटे भक्ति मिले सतजीत if i look at my life if i see that yes i go to temple every day i go to mosque every day i go to church every day with whatever belief system we are in whatever rituals we follow by doing that if we think we are dharmic then there is one thing we need to understand dharmic the word dharmic is not something that is reflected upon the kind of activities we are involved in dharmic is the qualities that reflect in our character being dharmic means certain attributes the ten attributes that define dharma should be the integral part of our character our etiquettes our speech our actions so when our entire conduct at any level whether it be at the level of speech at the level of action at the level of thought when the human conduct is 
based on these ten attributes, it is only then one should call oneself as dharmic. What are those ten righteous qualities? In fact, these are the ten righteous qualities that differentiate a human being from the animal. Dharmohi tesham adhiku visheshu dharme nahina pashubhi samana. It is these ten righteous qualities, these qualities of dharma, which makes you and us, you and me, special from animals. If we are deprived of these qualities of dharma, there will be no difference between us, human beings, and animals. In Manusmriti, Maharshi Manu says, Vritti Shamadamosteyam Shacham Indriya Nigraha Dhirvidya Satyam Akrodho Dashkam Dharma Lakshanam There are ten symptoms of Dharma. There are ten qualities which will appear as symptom in anybody's character if that person is dharmic from inside. These ten qualities are vritti means patience, shama means forgiveness, dham means the detached state of indriya, meaning when the subjects are around you, all the five sensory subjects are around you, but there is complete stillness of your indriya, your mind inside you. Inside and outside, you are just in complete stillness, no restlessness in your indriyas. That is the quality of them. Asteyam. Asteyam is about no stealing, you know, not stealing others' resources. Having such kind of notion of never thinking of stealing other people's things is called asteyam. So patience, forgiveness, dham and asteyam. After that comes shauch. Shauch means the purity, the cleanliness, the purity of the body, the mind, the intellect, and the soul. The purity at both orbit, all these four levels, body, mind, intellect, and soul. Body is purified by water and proper diet and exercise. And how... How are mind, intellect and soul purified? They are purified by satsang, by the wisdom of satsang. After shauj comes indriya nigra. Indriya nigra means to have full control on our indriyas. 
and be able to withdraw the indriyas from subjects after appropriate use. So using India in complete control, not being driven by the temptations, but just dutifully using the indriyas to the extent you need to use it, and after that withdraw it. Having such ability in our character is called Indriya Nigraha. This ability is called Indriya Nigraha. After Indriya Nigraha is Dhi. Dhi means the highest scale of intellect. Whatever intellect we have right now, that is Maybe the few percentage of what we are capable to reach to. Whatever wonders we see in this creation created by, invented by the scientist, they have all done with undeveloped intellect. Even though it, it feels wondrous to us, but our master, Sadhguru Sadhguru Deji Maharaj, writes that human intellect is capable to do much more than what the scientists have done so far. And the proof for that is the ancient Rishis and Maharshis. What not have they done before? It is just that we lost all those heritage. But the buddhi, the intellect, can be raised to the highest scale by the technique of yoga bhyas, by the study of Vedas, Upanishads, by studying the concept of paravidya, and by experiencing the element of paravidya. Buddhi, the intellect, can be raised to that highest scale. And the highest scale of intellect is called Dhi. After Dhi comes Vidya. Vidya means knowledge. Sa Vidya ya Vimuktaye. Which Vidya? Which Vidya will make us a human being? will adorn us with the divinity that we we are. It is the paravidya. The vidya, the knowledge that liberates is the actual vidya that a human being needs to aspire for. Aspire for spiritual knowledge. Signs of consciousness, Brahmavidya, the knowledge of liberation, that alone can lift the soul from mortal zone to the zone of immortality. It is this Vidya when you are adorned with, then you recognize the complete capability of a human being. After Vidya comes Satya. Satya means truth. Truth that 
our intellect recognize right now may not be the complete truth. In fact, our intellect falls short of recognizing truth if it is not raised to the highest scale. Sadguru Sadasal Devji Maharaj in the small booklet named Manav Dharma writes about what is the scale of truth, where is the truth, and who attains that, that quality of truth. He says, the normal human being who have not raised their consciousness beyond senses, if their consciousness is confined within the five sensory organs, then they cannot perceive the truth. They can experience through sensory organs only the physical aspect of it. That too, the transient aspect. Whatever they see is not true. It keeps changing. The thing which is truthfully existing within the transient nature of creation is yet hidden from the sensory organ. And that is why it is hidden from the human intellect if they have not raised it to the scale of being. So who attains the Satya, the truth? Sadhguru Sadhguru Maharaj writes in the book, the one who raises their consciousness to the fourth stage of Vihangam Yoga meditation. One who reaches to the fourth stage of Vihangam Yoga and and attain the shilata of consciousness, the stability, the concentration of consciousness at that level, when they situate their consciousness to the fourth level of meditation, it is then the satya comes into the consciousness. It is only then the truth, it encounters the truth. What is the truth? It knows the thing in entirety. Only after that, before reaching to the zone of consciousness, what we see and what we understand as truth is still not complete truth. So a human being has to aspire. A human being who is aspiring to experience truth. Do not limit their life within only sensory subjects and thinking that if I behave well, I, if I speak well, if I am truthful with, with my actions, with my thought, with my speech, then I am truthful. You know, you never know what you consider as truth may not be truth. So we are attempting to be truthful within our own limit of understanding. So unknowingly, we still may not be truthful. And this is why Vihangam Yoga meditation is inevitable for those who seek the complete truth. One cannot speak truth without experiencing it. So aspire for truth 
and then you will become truthful by thought, by speech, and by action. Aspire for eternal entities, which is within the body, which is within this universe. After Satya comes Akrodh. Akrodh is also the important characteristics of a human being that differentiate a human being from animals. We must keep the notion of no anger. Akrodh means no anger. We must keep this notion of having no anger always in our consciousness. Be alert, be attentive. Notice if you are giving rise to anger. If yes, try to calm it down by the notion of no anger. If you remember that I need to inculcate the peace within me, I need to inculcate forgiveness within me, I don't want to allow anger to rise within me. Only when you remember this, you will be able to calm down when the anger is in rise. So those who, who practice these qualities, those who are attentive of these qualities, are truly dharmic, not the one who just goes to the pilgrimage and bow down, but yet is burning with anger, yet yet does not understand the gravity of what vidya they need to aspire for, still does not understand that patience is or and should be my internal qualities. If you do everything in the name of dharma, but yet do not hold on to patience when it is needed. We are not dharmic. Dharmic is the one who exhibits these properties in the thought, in the action, in the speech. If you truly want to experience the peace of mind, if you truly want to prosper, not only in the materialistic field, but even in, in the spiritual field, the prosperity, the spiritual prosperity, as well as the physical prosperity, both are ensured only on the foundation of these ten righteous qualities of dharma. It is dharma that will give rise to you in the physical world as well as in the spiritual world. So these are the ten qualities of dharma that we all must aspire for. Thank you. Over to you. <coughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, uh, Vijayji, for uh, explaining the ten qualities of dharma. As you mentioned, patience, forgiveness, dhamma, which is self-control. Stay non 
stealing anything from other such that is cleanliness indriya nigra self control on your organs this exceptional intelligence vidya knowledge knowledge of para vidya satya ultimate truth and akrod as you mentioned that a person who have all these qualities that person actually develop himself as a human being or in other words we can say a human being should have all these qualities to call himself human and you very beautifully explained that what are the importance of each one of these attributes how much it impacts us you further explained that how we can gain these qualities within ourselves so thanks a lot vijay for uh, explaining this question let's go to the next question oh. and the next question is what kind of daily routine a vihangam yogi should follow which help him to be progressive in spirituality and in controlling his mind and to take this question i will again request vijay kumar ji to please take this question and help us out over to you vijay ji thank you financial ji Thank you. You know, even with closed eyes, when we look at ourselves with these qualities, when you think about it, I am living a life with patience, forgiveness, control on my intuitions, truth, purity, wisdom, no anger. just visualizing yourself just by visualizing myself with these qualities i feel so much liberated i feel so much at peace as if struggles and sufferings and the troubles of life are still there but i feel separated i feel untouched i feel at peace such is the glory of dharma if you adhere to it if you stick to it who would not wish a life of such peace purity and bliss so if one wishes to grow dharma one cannot separate from the three pillars of vihangam yoga So how does a vihangam yogi live a life every day they live in strengthening the three pillars the seva sadhana and satsang you know if you have to do a farming of any vegetable or any fruits what are the things which are needed for farming you need a fertile ground you need 
feed and you need the water. The fertile ground is nothing but is prepared by sadhana. How much gun, how much how much of attributes we are capable to hold? How much is our capability to grow those gunas, those attributes of dharma within us lies on how much a sadhak we are. So sadhana gives you that fertile ground in which you can raise these sadgunas. You can raise these righteous qualities of dharma. And what does satsang do? Satsang gives you the seed of these gunas. Satsang gives you the seed and the catalyst. Makes your ground further fertile. Satsang gives you the seed of these dharma. And it is through sadhana you develop the capability to hold it. And what does seva do? It is seva which acts like the rain, the water of, rain of water. Only when you live in seva bhav, in the notion of seva, that is when you are watering the seed of gunas which will eventually germinate and grow. So, seva is the main thing. Swarved, written by Sadhguru Sadasal Deji Maharaj, explains it very beautifully. It says, seva uttam gun rahe, sarva ratan gun khan, chatur masa trin vatika, evamave gun kyan. What it says is, when you look at the, the trees around you, even now without rain it is green. But how did greenery develop? It developed because there is a season of rain. It is only when the rain happened, it is then the tree became all green. green. The leaves grew, the fruit started growing, everything started growing only by that three months or four months of rain. So seva is that seva bhav, I am in seva, I am in seva. If you carry this very notion in everything you do. That will act like the rain water. And automatically, all the other gunas, all the other properties, the attributes of dharma will start germinating. Just by holding on to the seva bhav, the notion of seva, the notion of service. While satsang sows the seed of dharma in us, It is seva that, you know, gives you an opportunity to grow it 
to test it, to develop it. Vyangam Yoga, that is why it teaches us to live in every arena of life with the notion of seva. With the sense of service only. Be it looking after families or doing our duties at work. Be it attending satsang or sitting for meditation. A Vyangam Yogi does all in the notion of seva. Only with the seva bhav, only with the notion of seva, you will be able to terminate the other righteous qualities that make you a human being. If we live with the sense of service as much as we can, it is only then we'll give rise to the ten qualities of dharma automatically. So if seva is such a pious thing to have, a Vihangam yogi also look forward to know what is the best form of seva. Whatever time I have, should I not then involve myself in the best form of seva? What does Vihangam yoga say about it? The Swarvet says, Jati Rashtra Samaji ki sabhi seva jaan. Uttam seva jagat ki brahma vidya kar gyan. For one to grow the ten righteous qualities strongly, firmly, deeply, one must involve in the best form of seva. That is to enlighten one and all with the wisdom of God. Awaken everybody about the existence of the soul and the supreme soul. Make them aware you are not the human body. You are a spirit within this body. And there is a universal spirit called Almighty. This seva itself has so much of friction, so much of struggle, so much of obstacles in this world because of the darkness which has pervaded in everybody's mind. It has so much of obstacle in this path that this itself will prepare the ground, this seva, the seva of spreading the wisdom of God, will soon make you learn to hold on to patience. If you are truly a sevak in Vihangam Yoga, and if you do it with wholeheartedly, with complete honesty, with the firm resolve that no matter what, this is my duty. If a Vihangam Yogi lives with that notion, then eventually they will develop patience within themselves. They will develop forgiveness, control on indriyas, truthfulness, and everything else out of these in qualities that make one to become a dharmic, a beautiful human being. So a Vyangam Yogi lives in such highest form of seva. If you go in exact routine, 
you know vihangam yogi begins the morning with ushapan which is about drinking lukewarm water they get fresh you know wash the body and then they sit in front of the master and do prepare for sadhana they first do some prayers then they study sarvaid they meditate and there are other things later they make use of brahmhurt bela the time between 3 and 5:30 around that time frame they make sure they wake up in brahmhurt time and make the best use of time in sadhana in meditation practice they do take care of the body the internal purity of the body by asana by pranayam by several other exercises they do take care of having a sattvic food the proper diet that's how their morning goes drinking lukewarm water that is usha pan first thing in the morning as well as the physical exercise later helps in attaining the purity and cleanliness of the body and why do a vihangam yogi study sarved by the study of sarved one at one gets into an experience of satsang because sarved is nothing but the sutra of satsang it has only truth in grade into into this book so study of sarved acts as satsang and gives foundation for the development of all ten attributes of dharma it sows you the seed of those dharma the truth the wisdom and vibes of sarved brings about purity of chitta mind intellect and soul as well as it raises the scale of vidya the knowledge in quick span of time one starts developing the quality of dham indriya nigraha patience forgiveness truth no anger all such virtues just by the devotional study of sarved please note that dharma and only by dharma you can attain lasting peace of mind and hence a peace loving person one aspiring to have a controlled mind cannot stay away from swarved avihangam yogi does meditate every morning and every evening a regular practice of meditation helps in firmly instilling and growing the virtues of dharma it gives you the power to hold on to dharma and so a vihangam yogi regularly practice meditation sarved says sadhak niyamit roop mein nisi din kar abhyas niyam chal jag prakriti ka kyun sadhak kram paas whatever goal of life you have it is only with the regular practice with patience by holding on to that path you can attain it 
such capability is reflected in you or is developed in your character by a persistent meditation practice. Only when you are persistent with your meditation practice, then only persistence will be your character. Patience will be your character. And with continuous meditation practice, even the sadhak of Vihangam Yoga attains the height of truth, the height of wisdom, the height of intelligence, the height of consciousness. That is the capability of sadhana. And it prepares our ground, our soul for holding on to the righteous qualities very firmly. Sarvet preaches us to practice meditation twice daily, morning and evening. And it is only with such regularity in practice that practitioner will attain the elevated state of consciousness, peace and bliss. That is the target of meditation. More we are connected to satsang and sadhana, more we are undisturbed by the sensory subjects around us. And hence we progress towards attaining undisturbed state of indriyas called dham. You know, it is attained, the quality of dham can be attained by holding on to satsang and sadhana. When a Vihangam yogi has breakfast, it remembers to exercise Indriya Nigraha. You know, stop eating when you're done. Enough. Sarvet teaches us to eat alpahar, nor more nor less, nutritious, sattvic food. A Vyangam Yogi remembers that. It, is, it remembers that the internal source or the purity of the body is possible only with the sattvic and pure diet. You know, it is said in English, take food as medicine, else you have to take medicine as food. So let food be your medicine. Eat food as if it itself cures your body. Let food be your medicine. So with such high note, a Vyangam Yogi begins the day, and then throughout the day, they exercise the, the notion of seva, satsang, and they practice all qualities of dharma in every interaction throughout the day. At frequent interval, they always remember what my dharma is, what my qualities should be in play in every action. They remember Almighty, they, they pay gratitude to Almighty for everything they have. And this is how they shield themselves from negativity which comes from others, from surrounding. They safeguard their own character. They remain in their own character unaffected by holding on to the notion of seva, by holding on to dharma. A Vihangam Yogi's thoughts, speech, actions are always based on ten attributes of dharma. Am I having patience? Am I being forgiving? If it is forgivable, 
Am I truthful? Am I keeping India in control? A Vihangam Yogi spends the day in such consciousness, in such dharma. There are certain other practices which we all must follow to keep uh, the purity at the level of body, at the level of mind, at the level of intellect, at the level of soul. You know, at frequent interval, drink water. And remember that when you are eating during lunch time, be very mindful, be gracious, be conscious of what you are intaking. That's how a true Vyangam Yogi does. Silent eating. Practice mindful eating. Do not allow your mind to stray from your food. Express gratitude and pay attention to the ingredients, your ingredients you are taking. How much do you need to sufficiently continue for the day? You be mindful of that. Try not to eat too little. Try not to eat too much. You have to eat in balance. This is how a Vihangam Yogi have lunch. In the evening, when they return home, they make sure that I practice meditation in the evening again. Introspect. Did I do any adharma? Did I lose dharma, these righteous qualities at any point of time throughout the day? If yes, then correct it. It should not repeat next day. A Vihangam Yogi is conscious about dharma all the time. They want to build foundation of dharma so strong that it only raises your life from darkness to light, from deprivation to prosperity, from lies to truth. This is the track that a Vihangam Yogi chooses. So in the evening they conclude with very light dinner that too two hours before bed. Dinner and bedtime should be separated by two hours so that it's light. And then, you know, at the time of bed if you meditate, if you meditate for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if you read Svarved before meditation, if you meditate, you will attain such a sense of peace within you that you will, your sleep will also be of utmost quality. That's how Vihangam Yogi wind up their evening as well. You know, if they get time, they involve in seva, they involve in satsang. As if their main foundation of life itself is seva, sadhana and satsang. And everything else is like secondary. In fact, on the foundation of seva and satsang only they do and work at work at the workplace as well. They do everything on these foundations. This is how the entire day of a Vihangam Yogi look like, which always is progressive, whether be the materialistic prosperity or be the spiritual prosperity, by holding on to Seva, sadhana and satsang, by developing these ten righteous qualities each day, one only progresses to the prosperity in all arenas.
Thank you. Over to you, Sudanshi. Thanks a lot, Jaji, for uh, the explanation that what kind of daily routine a Vihangam Yogi should follow, which help him to be progressive in spirituality and controlling the mind. And as you very beautifully explained, that's the three pillars of Vihangam Yoga, and that is Seva, Sadhana, and Satsang. And as you very beautifully correlate this with how and what a farmer need for a productive crop, as a farmer need a field which should be very fertile, seeds and water. Similarly, you correlated that with Seva, Sadhana and Satsanga and very beautifully explained that how Seva can bring, how Satsanga can bring the ten qualities of Dharma in your life and how Sadhana will help you to conserve, to hold those ten qualities within yourself. Further, you explained that how a routine and what should be a routine a Vihangam Yogi should follow to attain dharma in himself. A Vihangam Yogi should leave his life consciously all the time from waking up till the night going to the bed. Every moment his aim should be being conscious, being conscious about anything, everything, whatever he is doing. You mentioned about how his tight should be, how his sleeping pattern should be, neither more nor less. Being aware about everything, what you are doing, and that helps you to be on the path of dharma. That helps you to be more Vihangam Yogi. Thanks a lot, Vijayji, for explaining these questions. Before going to Gita part, uh, as uh, we are already reaching the time, but I just want to give 30 more seconds. If anyone want to uh, ask a quick question, we can go for that. If uh, we have only five ten seconds. I will wait. If anyone have anything to ask, please come forward. Okay. So I think the topic is very clear to all. Now, in the next phase, I would like to invite Rahul Ji, if he has something to share related to this ten qualities of dharma if you want to share anything from gita which talks about this over to you rahul ji thank you sudanshu ji good morning and just a good day everyone vijay ji has very beautifully explained from swarved and he also took um, the shloka from manusmriti I will take uh, 30 seconds to just connect a thread 
where people get confused why these qualities are are connected with yoga now i'm just connecting with the yog sutras and i quickly go into uh, the today's shloka from gita the patanjali yog sutra somewhere says that yogas chitt vritti nirodham so it has got eight limbs and that starts with yam niyam asan pranayam pratihara dharana dhyana samadhi the first thing which is yam is the ethical observance of the principles which are the gunas qualities which we are talking about here and that is the starting point of the yoga as said by uh, the patanjali yoga sutra it includes some of the things which are already mentioned by uh, vijay ji ahinsa satya astiya brahmachari aprika so these are the things when i say aparigraha so aparigraha is non possessiveness non attachment astiya we already talked about astiya is non stealing so these all qualities we talked about and they are very well connected with your development your progression in the yoga path now coming to the shloka taken a shloka from bhagavad gita and i'm reading through that श्लोका अभय तत्व संशुद्धि ज्ञान योग व्यवस्थित दान दमुष्ट योगश्चाय सप आचव अहिंसा सत्यम क्रोध त्याग अपैसुनम दया भूतेश्वरलोलुक्तम मधवतीर्चल तेज क्षमा धृती शोचम अधारो नतिमाता संपादम देवीं अभि इन दिस श्लोक लॉर्ड कृष्णा इज सेंग इन सिक्सटींथ चैप्टर ऑफ भगवद गीता दैट दे आर सम ऑफ द क्वालिटीज विच हैज टू बी पर्जेस्ड और विच इज देयर इन अ डिवाइन और अ गुड सोल अ गुड पर्सन दोज क्वालिटीज आर फियरलेसनेस प्योरिफिकेशन ऑफ वंस एक्जिस्टेंस cultivation of spiritual knowledge charity self control performance of sacrifice study of vedas austerity simplicity non violence truthfulness freedom from anger renunciation tranquility aversion to fault finding compassion for all the living entities freedom from covetousness gentleness modesty 
स्टडी डिटर्मिनेशन विगर फॉरगिवनेस फॉर्टिट्यूड क्लीनलीनेस एंड फ्रीडम फ्रॉम एनवी एंड फ्रॉम द पैशन ऑफ ऑनर दीज आर द ट्रांसीडेंटल क्वालिटीज ऑफ ऑफ भारता विच शुड बी एंडोड इन अ डिवाइन नेचर वॉट ही इज इंडीड थिंग इज दैट दीज क्वालिटीज आर देयर इन अ डिवाइन सोल एंड दी प्रोवाइड द स्पेशल place in the development and growth of a person in the yogic path with that i'll conclude today's session back to sudanshini thank you thanks a lot uh, rahul ji for uh, sharing the shloka from gita as well as explaining the dharma from ashtanga yoga of patanjali side as well when you were talking about the qualities of yama so thanks a lot for uh, this beautiful explanation now as we have reached to the last phase of the today's session in this phase we will chant the short version of vandana aarti and shanti path Vandana is a prayer through which we seek blessing of Lord Sarvadev. We request well-being of health, wealth, and seek His blessing for His spiritual knowledge. I will request little Sia to recite the last few lines of Vandana. Over to you, Sia. Is uh, on the call okay uh anyone else uh, available to go with the short version of prayer okay i'm going with the short version of prayer then प्रभु कल्प सत समाज उत्तम सर्वधर्माचार्य जिमी नद आशित सिंधु के हैं विश्वपथमय कार्य प्रभु सत्य संत समाज तेरा जन सदा फल ज्ञान भक्ति वृद्धि दिन दिन कीयर इज आरती आरती इज अ प्रेयर वेयर वी एक्नोलेज द पावर ऑफ ऑलमाइटी and pray that all disciple experience eternal joy love and freedom from all worries under his holy guidance i request everyone to stand up for aarti and uh, i can see that uh, navin ji has joined the call so i'll request sia to recite the last few lines of aarti over to you sia 
so navin ji uh, is she going to recite aarti i think your voice is not audible okay so uh, i think he has some problem uh, in connectivity so i am going with aarti this is me too i can um, i can do this Okay, Nikuji. Please go ahead with our day. Thank you, Jasad Gurudev. Guru Murati Gati Chandrama Sevak Nayan Chakos Palak Palak Nirkhat Rahe Guru Murati Ki Or Shwet Shwet Mai Shwet Hai Shwet Shwet Mai Shwet तीन पाद अमृत भरा श्वेत महानद श्वेत अष्ट चक्र सब शून्य पर धर अधरा के पार कहा सदा फल घर किया भूल पड़ा संसार बोलिए सदगुरुदेव भगवान की जय थैंक्स अलॉट नीतू जी I'll request everyone to take their seat. The final prayer is Shanti Path. In Shanti Path, we chant for peace for everyone who exists in this universe. May Lord Sadgurudev bless the entire cosmos with peace, love, and prosperity. I again request Neetu Ji to recite last few lines of Shanti Path. Over to you, Neetu Ji. Dhanavad, Jai Sadgurudev. हे प्रभु शांति स्वरूप हो शांति शांति मैं शांति 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 जन शांति हो पूर्ण शांति मैं शांति हे प्रभु शांति प्रदान कर दूर हो सर्व अशांति देव सदा फल शांति मै शांति शांति सुख शांति जय सतगुरुदेव थैंक्स अलॉट नीतू जी फॉर रिसाइटिंग लास्ट फ्यू लाइन्स ऑफ आरती एंड शांति पाठ आई वुल्सो लाइक टू थैंक्स आदर्श विजय कुमार जी एंड राहुल जी हु हैज वेरी ब्यूटिफुली presented the topic of today's discussion and contributed very well in today's session as we talked in today's session about the 10 qualities of dharma which helps mind to stay in peace as well as the qualities which in actual sense makes a human as human as we have explained about these 10 qualities that what are those qualities and what are their importance in our life as well as we have also explained that how we can attain these qualities in ourselves what kind of daily routine a bhangam yogi should follow during his explanation he mentioned that the three pillars of vihangam yoga which is seva sadhana and satsang 
are the one that helps us to attain these ten qualities of dharma in ourselves. He further explained that a Vihangam yogi should always live his life in consciousness. Whatever we are doing, we should always be very conscious about it. We should always be very conscious that we are not going against any of the qualities of dharma. He further explained what kind of life a Vihangam Yogi should follow, what kind of diet a Vihangam Yogi should follow, how a Vihangam Yogi should start his day, how a Vihangam Yogi should complete or end his day. He further explained how much and what we should eat, how much and when we should sleep. So all this explanation actually helps us to attain dharma as well as to progress in Vihangam Yoga Meditation Path. We will keep discussing these topics in the upcoming sessions as well. Few more things which will help us to proceed ahead in the meditation path, to be regular in meditation, to strengthen our meditation. We will discuss few new topics in next session. Before winding up the session, just want to inform you all that we have Swarved part session also going on every Saturday from 10.15 a.m. on the same bridge line. Anyone who is interested, and I would like to say, Everyone should definitely join that session as well because today as well Vijayji was explaining that Swarved contains all the knowledge of Satsang, all the knowledge of truth in itself. So we all should go for that Swarved part which happens every Saturday 10.15 and we have our regular sessions on 9.30 a.m. every day, every Sunday. So next weekend we will again come with new topics which will help us to progress in the meditation. Till then, have a wonderful day to all of you. Jai Shri Deva.